This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. On Joy. Tonight on Channel 10, Australia is going to be served a whole lot of justice with the dishonourable Kyle Sanderland is going to take the gavel in his hand and reside over real-life disputes in the highly anticipated show, Trial by Kyle. And we are very delighted and extremely nervous to welcome, well, my favourite bear on the phone. It's Kyle Sanderlands. Welcome to Joy. Hey, guys. How are you? What an intro. We're great, thank you. How are you going? It's very, that's impressive, right? Well, look, we, we are, we're extremely delighted and very, very nervous, let me tell you. You're the king of radio and we're just little <laughs> nobody sitting here volunteering. No, no. You know what? I started off volunteering as well. So my first job was in Townsville. I only got paid one hour a day. That was at a radio station, but I was driving the car, giving away all the, you know, free stuff. Yeah. And then because I wanted to get on air so badly, I would go and volunteer at the community station, me and a mate, and do the midnight to dawn. And Excellent. we treated it yeah. like it was the, like the biggest show on earth. Well, well, that's what we seem to do too, but God, we get in some trouble, but that, we'll get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what trouble is. <laughs> I mean, you were bouncing around Australia for what, like three to five years, wasn't it? Going across uh, community to community. Uh, yeah, well, gee, probably longer than that, probably 10 years in the bush, like, like, well, the bush, I say, but, you know, Gladstone, Cairns, Townsville, um, I ended up going to Canberra, then Perth, then Darwin, then Brisbane, then to Sydney in 2000. Just a regular old radio floozy you were, jeez Louise. Oh, I was a big radio whore. I'd be <laughs> opening it up for anyone that would allow me on. Look, now, for those that have been living under a rock, can you please tell us, what can we expect from Trial by Kyle? Well, I was very, like, to tell you the honest truth, I didn't want to do this show, so I did the pilot, and I was like, eh, it's a bit of a, like, a, I thought it was dumb, because, like, I'm not a judge. I'm very judgy, but not a judge. <laughs> and um, so I did that pilot, and then, unfortunately, it was successful. Yeah. So my manager at the time, he rang me and said, oh, you know, they want you to do, a, you know, another six. And I was like, not doing it. Just didn't feel the vibe. I was sitting in that stupid chair on that pilot show. It was like a Santa throne from Westfield. So yep. I was like, nah, <laughs> not, not into it. So anyway, I eventually got conned into doing it, um, changed the chair, and then I was a bit deaverish, and I was like, I don't like the light wood. I want the wood dark. I just tried to be really bitchy about it so that it would be too hard. Yeah. But that Channel 10 were like, yep, 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 we'll do what you want. So then I got there on the first day, and I was still not even into it. I was sort of moaning and whining behind the scenes to my guys. And then as soon as I sat in the chair and they bring, started bringing the people out, I was like, oh, I'm actually good at this, just sitting around listening and uh, helping people sort out their stupid, petty problems. I mean, as you're saying that, you are, like it was one of the only shows from Channel 10's Pilot Week in 2018 that was picked up. Why did it make the grey? What I mean, let's be honest, some of the other stuff was rubbish and we, we took oh. it to town. But <laughs> <laughs> And like, as you said, you've got no legal experience. Is it You're just using good old common sense. This is what the country needs. Maybe that's what we're waiting yeah. for. That's true, because it's um, when when you've got two people standing in front of you and you just, like, because some of it, like, you might see two minutes on air, but it might have taken me 45 minutes to hear everyone's rubbish, um, and we chopped out the boring stuff and just kept in the good stuff. But um, a lot of people that came in front of me, they were like petty family squabbles. Like, one of them, the first show tonight, the mum brings the daughter in, 
and the, the, the mum has been away for the weekend with her with the husband, and the daughter's broken the bed. Now, oh. daughter's a bit of a, a bit of, oh, she's a big girl too. The daughter and I just thought, oh well, that's just I've broken a few beds in my time, so I can understand. <laughs> but we ended up finding out very quickly that the daughter was, yep, you guessed it, getting nailed by the boyfriend in mum's bed. Gross. Who'd want to do that anyway? Not me. No. Um, and uh, then the mum started just. Once the daughter admitted it and sort of took responsibility, then the mum opened up, started saying, it's not the first bed she's broken, she's done this, she's done that. Oh, she brings all different guys home on Tinder. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so it, it, it goes in all different directions. But um, there's a few like, like little piddly cases, but there's a big one there um, in a couple of weeks where the CEO from Ultratune is brought, um, brought to court um, by a female activist in Melbourne who says she thinks that the ads are sexist and wants them taken off the air. Oh, wow. This is, it's crazy what people get up to, isn't it? Like, to air their dirty laundry out for the rest of Australia to look at. Are you shocked what people come in with? No. I'm, like, I'm, I'm surprised that, like, there's two guys, the, the, both are at a backpacker hostel, and the, there's a case of the missing walnuts. <laughs> and I thought, you've got to be kidding. Am I wasting my life recording this on a weekend, working seven days a week over a bag of freaking walnuts? But then there was some video evidence and the guy lied and it, was just, like, it, just, it just gets better and better as the, as the uh, filming went on. Spirals. Has anything that you've uh, witnessed that hasn't gone to air, which has been that shocking? Well, I don't know whether that, there was a few things that went tear shaped. Like um, one girl came in, there was like there was a d- dispute over it was like a share house situation, yeah. and we none of us on set knew. But it sort of through the discussions and the, me making inquiries into like what was really going on inside that house, we found out that the girl was like selling gangbangs online. And <laughs> like if ten blokes came, she'd provide catering. Now I don't know whether that was. Everyone gets a bit of cheese sandwich or what yeah, goes on. Yeah, a subway platter. Like, oh, it went, fr- went like frighteningly like crazy. Then the woman ran out crying, saying, "I won't be seen as a whore on TV." <laughs> and then I had to go outside and have a couple of cigarettes with her and convince her, "Hey, you know, we all, we're, you know, it is what it is. If you want to come on and defend yourself, now whether that goes to air or not." I don't know. It, I hope it does because it's great TV, <laughs> yeah. but I haven't seen all the episodes yet. Look, Kyle, you are joined by the criminal lawyer Anna Hendrick, who people might remember for the first season of The Bachelor Australia. What's her role in the show? Look, is she really a lawyer or is she just there to look blonde and pretty? No, she is a lawyer. She is pretty, but she is a criminal lawyer. Um, they won't remember her from The Bachelor. She's so vanilla. She's hardly memorable. <laughs> um, but like Tim, the, the husband, like I'm straight, but oh my God, like I'd probably jump on my knees if, if, if Tim wanted me to. Very nice bloke. Like they're, they're, they're a really nice couple and he's in Melbourne doing Neighbours. So I would rib her quite a bit, but I needed someone that could tell me the actual law because I live by street justice. Yes. So, like, what I want done, she might sometimes pop up and say, uh, well, actually, you know, legally, that's not right. And sometimes I go with her word, and other times I dismiss it, depending on how much I hate the person <laughs> that I'm dealing with. Oh, that's good. So it's, it's, so it's not technically whether you're right or wrong. It depends on, you know, how nerdy they are. How much they piss you off is really who's going to win yeah. the case. Well, there's even been some people that are, like, nerdy and annoying at the beginning, but then I feel sorry for them as the story goes on. So, like, I'm a bit flip-floppy. Okay. So I think a lot of people think they know what I'm like, but I like I'm a bit righteous as well, like as a person. So I like the right thing to happen, but it may not necessarily always be the legal right thing. 
Well, there's the scoop. Kyle Sandland's a little bit of a softy sometimes. How good's that? <laughs> <laughs> now, look, we've all seen that you and Jackie O have signed new contracts for your radio show. Now, you might not be aware, but uh, we're a community radio station here and we don't get paid anything. What can we bring with us as tools for our next meeting to get the big bucks? Well, look, the, 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 it's because Jackie and I have been on... This is our 20th year together, so which is incredible. Like, I started off this job not knowing what I would ever do for a living when I was 16 years old. So I just happened to be... Like, my teachers told me, like, you, you can't make a living being a smart-ass, and I just proved them wrong. <laughs> Did you, you prove them wrong? Do it. <laughs> I totally... I even went back to the school once yeah. about 10 years ago. And made him an appointment with this with the same principal who was still there. Oh, good. And then I sat down in front of her and I said, "Well, I came here to tell you. You told me you can't make a living out of being a smartass, and I did. So you're wrong." <laughs> I've done yeah, it. And then she said, "Yeah, I did it." I sat there in her office back in Brisbane, and she went. She just looked at me with icy eyes and went, "But well, is that all you came for?" And I went, "Oh, oh, yeah, yeah." yeah. She goes, "Well, thanks for coming." And I thought. Oh my god! I was owned again by this. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to like arrive on the oval in your big helicopter, rip up the lawn, or you know, like you leave a bit I of. I should have gone in way more gangster. I just went there normally. I should have gone in hard. I, I left there defeated again. And I was like, "Damn this headmistress!" I've heard that you went in guns blazing though for one of your early day contracts, and you wanted a million dollars. You wanted what the the other people were making. You said if we couldn't get top rating in three months, that then you won't give us the pay. But what did you? What was the bravado there? How did you do it? Well, because I was listening to what the other people were, and because I've been such like a little radio nerd since teenager, I just thought like there was the the breakfast show that we were on in Sydney at the time had sort of lost the ratings to Nova, and then that they left. I think they were like, okay, we've been doing this twelve years now, we'll go. Then they put another breakfast show in, and that tanked. Yep. And when Jackie and I, we were the only show on that station left that was still rating number one. And I said to Jackie, we've got to go in hard. So we met with the CEO, and I did tell him we want a million dollars each. He did laugh in my face. And I said, well, we, we'll stay on the same money we're on now, and if if we get number one, you pay us a million dollars each. And he said, deal. And then like four months later, that happened. And I think he thought if we would ever be number one, it would take a year or two. Yep. So yeah, so sometimes you just got to beg yourself in. You've got to believe in yourself, and you just got to go with what you know. Like, a lot of luck on my side, too, you know? Yeah. But, um, but we knew we had a good show, and we knew we were something very different. So, you know, we just we just put our balls on the line. Kyle, I want to ask you, we've got a big dispute here between me and my co-host. My young co-host mm-hmm. is a very young, attractive boy, and every yeah. guest that comes in hits on him. They send him private messages, and I can tell you what, I sit here and feel like I'm invisible. <laughs> So, That's your problem. Right? Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, correct. So what I've started doing is telling all the guests that he's got a very extremely small penis. Now, this has really upset him. He's made a sexual act like harassment complaint. I mean, I've called the HR about it. You can't do that. Kyle, am Can I within my rights? Off to HR like a little narc. What a little dobber. <laughs> what, you need to do, like, what you need to do, unless, of course, the penis is small, is produce this said penis and prove him wrong. Correct. <laughs> That's what we keep saying. Leak yeah. my own photos. Right. <laughs> yeah. Game plan. That's a strong, formidable no, game plan. No, not photos. Get it out in the flesh. Yeah, anyone Maybe can take a fake photo. A give, yeah. it a, give it a flick, get a bit of blood into it before you pull it out. You know the trick. The helicopter. <laughs> I feel like you get too much enjoyment from that, Tom, so I'm keeping my pants on. <laughs> Uh, listen, this has happened to me my whole life. Jackie's always the pretty one. 
And I'm always the pink round-faced monster that they thought I was in The Masked Singer, being that guy. But apparently that was some chick from the project. <laughs> yes, um, no. Oh, that's terrible to think you were the monster. Yeah, yeah, that was disgusting. I was like, well, in, in all honesty, that's the only outfit I'd probably fit in. At the end of the day, I wouldn't have been able to be the wolf. Wolf would look pregnant. So, you know. But, yeah, but you just have to get used to that. But, but I would still continue to disparage and make bad comments about him. Yep. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get laid out of it. Okay, so oh. stay in your lane, Tom. That's what he's saying. Stay, stay in, in your lane. lane. Oh, look, thank you so much, Kyle. We've had so much fun chatting with you. We can't wait for tonight. And try by Kyle. No worries, guys. Thank you. It's on air tonight, Channel 10 at 8.30. Kyle, it's been an absolute pleasure. Cheers. Thanks, James. Thanks, mate. Nice chat. Wake up with Tom and Mikey. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Find all our podcasts at tomandmikey.com. Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy. A diverse sound for a diverse community.